I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, Dave Kittle here of The Dave Kittle Show, and I'm the owner of Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in New York City and the CEO of the Fieldmaker Group. We're currently acquiring practices in the New York and New Jersey area. And today we have one of our physical therapy owner colleagues, Dr. Lance Knob. He's the physical therapist and the co-founder of Breakthrough Physical Therapy and Fitness in South Jersey, which is a, a special place in my heart because I'm from South Jersey. And um, I've known Lance for many, many years. We want to get him on the show now to hear a little bit more about their partnership or exit and transition to Twinboro. We're going to get into all of that and more. But first of all, Lance, how are we doing? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Great to see you again. Likewise. It's been a while. And anyone that knows you in the physical therapy world, looking at you here on the video, seriously, there's like a fountain of youth in South Jersey. And I don't know, maybe it's the health and wellness routine that you're doing, working out, nutrition. Maybe it's the water in South Jersey, but you're looking great. It's been so long since we've spoken, but you look the same. Thank you. And likewise to you, my friend. I mean, your youthful looks prevail, dude. You're looking great and obviously doing big things. So thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. So I saw either you or your practice pop up on LinkedIn in the past maybe year or so. So you are the co-founder of a private practice called Breakthrough PT and Fitness. And at one point, what was the the scale of your locations in terms of the, the number of locations? Yeah, so I'll just give you, you and everyone a quick background backstory. So my wife, Jody, and I, who's also a physical therapist, we started a practice in 2004, very humble beginnings. We rented, subletted 300 square feet within a boutique fitness center in Medford, New Jersey, which Dave knows because uh, we just kind of reviewed our last meeting when he was doing a clinical directly across the street. So we started there, no signage. You know, we had less than $2,000 in startup costs. We literally walked next door to the Murphy's Mark grocery store and paid 10 cents to copy, copy people's insurance cards and whatnot. We waited a few months until we had some revenue before we started to make some investments like that. So wow, extremely humble beginnings. And we had a lot of fun and we ended up buying the fitness center that we were renting from within a year or so, because really we're very passionate about bringing physical therapy and fitness together. Really believe that that is the optimal formula, the best recipe for, for patients and clients in the world to you know achieve health, really. And we look at it as a continuum, not only to overcome their injury, but also to move on to health and fitness and optimal performance. So we ended up moving from this you know small fitness center that we bought to really taking a leap and taking on 6,000 square feet next door and really combining these fitness services, massage and personal training, sports performance, some nutrition, obviously physical therapy, and great partner relationships with our community you know, physicians. So that was fun. And then we slowly added a second office, a third office, a fourth office, and a fifth office. And you know, that's sort of where the point in time I think you're kind of taking me to. 
For sure. So obviously, there's a whole lot of learnings and, and things that I think in the future, we'll have to have you back on the podcast to talk anything more about anything between those years ago and most recently. But the, the reason I wanted to reach out to you to, to hear a little bit more about the story was your partnership and the transition with Twinboro. So I guess one question would be, why not just keep it yourself in terms of whoever, you know, either yourself or your team that owned or co-owned Breakthrough? Why partner with another group? Why sell some percentage to another group rather than you and your team retain it? Yeah, Dave, I'm so glad you're asking. I really want to share this with our physical therapists and physical therapy practice owners and entrepreneurs listening. You know, our our working plan was, you know, I really fell in love with the entrepreneurial part of things. I was, as I was telling you earlier today, and you know, as part of that, I studied partnerships in all industries. And physical therapy at the time really didn't have that many partnership opportunities like, you know, law practices or medical groups. So I studied that and we were able to bring on our best physical therapists as equity partners, which in my opinion is a win-win-win and really underutilized as a strategy. And we could talk a lot about that if you want to. So we did that. And in 2018, after I was mentored in professional development, and I really realized that that is probably a secret sauce, really outside of review time, you know, speaking to your best people and finding out what their interests are short term and longer term and where their interests line up with the company's needs, really creating a development plan and bringing all that together. And you're going to have incredible retention with that and just really allow people to spread their wings. So we were doing that. I was doing that. We were building an incredible leadership team. One of our partners actually wanted to run the business. And this breakthrough was certainly our first child, Jody and I, before we had our three children. And in 2018, we handed off the CEO role to one of our partners. And it was scary and exciting all at the same time. And that was going well. And our CEO partner wanted to actually, after about a year, wanted to actually, they realized this is a good thing. I'm having fun. The other partners were having fun. Everything was going well. And they actually wanted to have more ownership and really realized that they wanted to be the majority owner over this next intermediate period of time. And Jody and I said, absolutely, that's perfect. We'd we'd like the practice. Our original vision is for the practice to stay independent. And, you know, small businesses, in my opinion, are the best wealth generating tools for people, for entrepreneurs. So Jody and I would have our secession slash exit plan over this next period of time. And, you know, Nate would continue to move on and become the majority partner. And Kevin and Nick would have more ownership and equity if they were interested in other great physical therapists. Everyone I had looked into their eyes and explained our partnership model, which is very unique and very attractive in South Jersey and even nationally. And, you know, they would continue to come on. And, you know, right around the time when our children would all be out of the house, you know, our team that we had built and our partner group would in fact control the business and control their destiny. So that was the original working plan and you know we loved it. So now you're asking me how our this partnership happened and you obviously can never predict the future so in 2021 in 2021 you know when you build a great business just as you know right in your role with the field maker you are going to be noticed on the market and attractive. And at this time frame, and you can probably speak to this better than me, but there was a lot of investor money just available in the world with, you know, all the the contributions from the government. So so any businesses that had really powered through COVID, 
uh, were attractive to investors. So there was a company that had partnered with private equity in North Jersey, a man named Drew Latsis, who an incredible leader, had really grown the Twinboro organization. And they were looking to come to South Jersey and they had identified us as a brand that was doing great things and that they wanted to partner with, you know, in a technical term, as you mentioned earlier, like a platform company. So they reached out to us. So that's kind of the short version of how we connected. And yeah, give me a little guidance if you want me to go deeper on on that. Yeah, for sure. Maybe, and I think it could be a whole other episode in the future, but in terms of any of your, so you mentioned Nate or some of the uh, other individuals that became uh, equity partners and or the CEO, was that original equity, was that earn-in or was that something that they had to cut a check for? Oh, I love this question. You know, I really, for everyone listening, I really feel like it's important to to consider partnership as a model. And if you are going to bring on partners, I don't believe it can be completely 100%, you know, sweat equity. I do believe it's kind of, I always use the car analogy, purchasing your first car. Like for anyone who has kind of given their first car from their parents, they certainly did appreciate it or respect it as someone who had to, you know, save some money, pay some money. So people, you know, our partners definitely made some contributions as well. It wasn't just gifted to them. Love it. I think that could be like a whole other episode in the future. So absolutely. Um, so then at that point, so it, you had five locations, you had Twinbar reaching out to you in terms of your situation going through there. Were you also at that time speaking to, and you don't have to mention any names, but were you also being approached or speaking to any other regional or national buyers at that same time? And was it multiple buyers looking to partner with you guys or acquire some or all the practice? Or was it just, you know, Twin Borough and and that was your main focus at that time? Yeah, we were in the great position that we weren't looking to sell. We were healthy, right? We were looking to partner, you know, sell part of the business in any way. So, you know, we had, we were in a great position, right? And, you know, Nate had worked with Drew Latsis for about a year on some projects together. And, you know, Drew has a lot of strong relationships in the workman's comp space. And he had been very generous and they had developed a relationship. And Nate insisted that Jody and I really take the time to sit down with him and, um, you know, Andy Moraldo from the Beekman Group to discuss some of the opportunities. And this was only the second time that we really sat down with people and, and shared our financials. And what I said to Nate is, well, okay, I'm I'm willing to do this. However, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole of resources. So please just ask them to come with specifics and we'll go from there. Got it. And so at that point, were you still the majority owner, you and Jody? Yes. Got it. So at, at that point, for any owners that are in your shoes now, what was most important to you then? Was it, you know, the reputation of Twinboro? Was it if you were even going to consider a partnership? Was it just about price? Was it how you were going to assess if they were going to take care of your team or not? What any need that they might have of you afterwards? Like maybe they needed you to stay on or maybe they didn't need you. Like what were some of the things that were the most important to you going into that? Sure. I mean, I really wanted to think big picture long term. And yeah, this is a, a big question. Um, but from a high level, I wanted to do the right thing for everybody from all angles. And I really wanted everyone to have a bright future. Right. And, you know, our Nate who brought this together, really representing our other partners, um, definitely 
was very excited about the opportunity. And, um, you know, I certainly took that into consideration. And so Jody and I really just weighed all the information. And again, this was our first child, our first baby, and we already had this, you know, working vision. So it definitely took some time to really be receptive and hear about all the exciting possibilities that could happen when you when you partner with a bigger organization and, you know, conversations, in-person conversations, really getting to know the leadership team that Drew had assembled. And Drew is an amazing, you know, leader and has really strong people in the leadership position. So we met them personally and we continued to um, do our due diligence, really, and just kind of explore, really. And I, I spoke to Carl Gargiulo and to Mike Mafucci at ProStaff, some of the previous organizations that had gone down this road. So there was a lot of information gathering and just assessing, you know, trying to be open-minded and, and explore the opportunities. Yeah, I came across ProStaff recently, and I think they have like 25 or so locations and, and probably growing. As a sidebar, so you're a business coach and a consultant now with Denali. And if you guys don't know Dr. Lance, you can check out DenaliConsultingTeam.com. So did you, first of all, when did you start that coaching? Because that's kind of a sidebar, but it's it's almost like parallel tracks as you're going through all this, uh, you know, evolution. Now, I don't want to say bad change or anything like that, but it was an evolution or a transition. You and Jody with Breakthrough. When did you start doing the the coaching with Denali? Because I want to kind of tie that into like the timeline of everything. Yeah. And it's relevant as well, because in 2018, when we handed off the CEO hat and really, you know, the operating Breakthrough, to our fearless leadership team, then I met with, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do to spread my wings when, you know, these guys were all doing a great job with all those respective leadership roles. So I spoke to, you know, and Jody and I spoke to a franchise broker and, you know, really it was fun to be on, you know, almost like Shark Tank, right? Have people presenting businesses to us and explaining their marketing and business plans. It was a lot of fun, but I did quickly realize that I was, you know, too entrepreneurial to be a franchisee. So I went to Podcast Movement in 2018 to see John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire, who I really emulate. You know, he lives in Puerto Rico and travels 90 days a year and his business makes just as much money when he's not operating as it does when he's there. It's amazing. He's amazing. And, you know, I met him in person. I decided to put all of my life and business lessons into a book and process called The 4% Breakthrough. And then I really want to just pay it all forward. So I, I created two masterminds, a group of existing business owners and exist of aspiring business owners and did a, my first mastermind with them to monetize Denali and have really been continuing to serve entrepreneurs in all industries and, and having a ton of fun with that. And my focus on that is, is really been helping entrepreneurs stay healthy while they're scaling a business. What that means to me is for the business side of the health is actually getting paid commensurate for the roles they have, earning double digit or more profitability after they're getting paid for those roles and creating a valuable asset that they can decide if they want to keep or sell. So, yeah, and, and it certainly is relevant all this because other owners might have more of a challenge or an inability to go through a succession plan or an exit strategy, go through a transition like you went through if they didn't have something else to be focusing on or working on, right? So you already had Denali and I want to pull up this, I want to pull up the book because it's here on Amazon. So the 4% breakthrough here on Amazon, Dr. Lance's book. So you already had other projects, initiatives, you were helping other clients and, and you were a coach and, and a business consultant. So 
What about other owners that don't have this, Lance? What if there's other physical therapy practice owners that don't have this either a parallel track to their practice? I don't want to call it a side hustle because obviously what you were doing was significantly larger than that. And I know side hustle sometimes has like a, a connotation that is kind of like a small thing. And this is pretty significant with what you've been doing since 2018. So for a practice owner that's maybe listening or watching, if they don't have this other business component that or other project that they're working on, where it's a full other business that's separate from their practice, should they look that way? Should they look for some other business to be focusing on as they're transitioning? And it could be over years, but as they're kind of transitioning and exiting their practice, whether they're selling some or all of their equity to their leadership team, their their in-house team, or they're selling some or all their practice to another group or, or they're partnering with another group, what type of you know takeaways or advice you might have for them? Yeah, this is a fun question. Really, what I recommend is that entrepreneurs and especially physical therapy owners, they break away from the day to day and they do some high level strategic thinking. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be mentored in strategic business planning. And I realized it took me a couple of years of coaching, probably not until 2021. I boiled down a business planning process into a fast and functional process I call Jolt. And the one step that I added to that is a personal mission. So I really recommend that entrepreneurs figure out what's most important to them, what their cause, their purpose, their why, their reason, whatever you want to call it. So they have to know that. And they also have to know their vision, which is really the end goal, what what their finished product looks like for their business and also their life. And then, you know, once you've actually done some of this hard, you know, difficult thinking and put it on paper, then you can make it happen. Right. And you could decide to be like me and, and put a CEO in place to run your organization, or you may want to be the operator and take your company to incredible heights. So you can decide, but you can't really execute on that until you've actually done some of that strategic work. So that would be my answer, Dave, really to for physical therapy owners and entrepreneurs, healthcare entrepreneurs to decide what they want. And then for all these amazing entrepreneurs, for all you amazing entrepreneurs listening, you know, when you are getting approached by people, you can try to create a win-win, you know, and just like me, you don't necessarily even need to be the operator of your entity because one reason that we did partner with Twinborough and the active, the parent company is called Active Pro Rehab. They were great listeners. They listened to my passion and everything I was focused on. And we actually incorporated into our arrangement that I'm coaching the organization. So I'm coaching the CEO, the COO, and the regional directors, and just anyone who has needs within our organization. So that was just another example of how you can bring it all together in a really um, fun, successful way. That's awesome. And in, in any of this, if you're not comfortable with it, you certainly don't have to answer. But do you own any equity in breakthrough PT and fitness at this point or no? Yes, oh, definitely. And that's for anyone who doesn't know, that's typically the way it's going to be proposed to you because to create a win-win, you know, they still want the original founders and the key players and the original owners to have some stake, right? So that's going to be part of the original, you know, proposal. And if and when possible, what we set up is ownership in the parent company as well. That was really important to me. So, you know, we set that up as well. And then again, the the coaching and consulting of the organization, because I'm not wearing any of the leadership hats. I am wearing a physical therapist hat. You know, I was treating maybe 10 hours a week. And right now I'm treating, you know, approximately six hours a week on Monday, Wednesday afternoons. 
And I'm spending most of my time serving other entrepreneurs and leaders, but I'm not wearing any of the, you know, the leadership hats within the organization, but I'm, I'm getting to serve them. And I'm still getting to make sure that, you know, the breakthrough, what's called the breakthrough joint venture has incredible quality and we can accelerate our growth together and really hit all our targets and milestones and, and serve greater communities, which is, you know, one of the biggest reasons to partner with, you know, a bigger organization. And the same for the other, you know, uh, companies like ProStaff and Gargiulo that I mentioned as well. I can actually help all of us together achieve the grand goal and the and the greater vision. So just to clarify, was there some equity that either you retained or roller or equity that then became equity in the parent company? Is that what you were mentioning? It was not really rolled over, but just part of the, you know, the offer was to have some parent company ownership. Yes. But we, you know, we obviously retained some of our ownership in, in breakthrough physical therapy and fitness, the joint venture. And the, the parent company, you said Proactive Rehab is the Twinboro organization? Active Pro Rehab. Yes, correct. And approximately how many locations do they have at this point? Yeah. So right now within the Active Pro umbrella, there's approximately 45 organizations and some exciting deals are in the works. Sure. Makes sense. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.